I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're off. Lovely. And uh, I'm Frank Skinner. I'm on Absolute Radio. And I'm with Emily and Gareth. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Don't not saying that. Like, you're doing that thing like we've just met. <laughs> Don't do that. We've been sitting around chatting for about an yeah, hour about yeah, stuff. Right. Right? We went through the papers. That's what people do. They get in, you know, and they go through the papers and they see what the hot news is. And they mm. think we'll put that on the show. And that makes us sound like we're up to the minute finger on the pulse. So we've been through every, basically every daily newspaper. Yeah. Mm. And sure enough, we've come up with uh, an advert for a um, sale with the stars. Um, <laughs> Advertisement offer. feature. Yeah, which is you can go on a uh, a big ship. I don't know what what the it's called the Arcadia. What, what type ship. of ship is that? What what genre? It's, it's a big ship. I, I would go. Is it big. a liner? It's a cruise. It's a cruise, cruise liner. Oh, it's a cruise liner. Yeah. Okay, and uh, you can um, the entertainers are um, Russell Watson, as it says here, the people's tenor. Yeah. The self-styled people's tenor. <laughs> is he self-styled? Yeah. So he's come up with that himself. <laughs> yeah. That's... No, I think that's the advertisement feature people being quite nasty about him. <laughs> yeah. Self-style. You don't want to be coming up with your own nicknames. That's always... They say Paul Ince did that at Man United. He said, do you mind calling me the governor? Oh. I mean, no. No. And um, Darren Brown, who I thought Darren Brown would be a bit above doing cruise work. Mm. I love Darren and... Brown. And he's described as TV magician. <laughs> so he, uh, he got the short straw when they came up with the uh, descriptions. Also, yeah. Frank, what I don't like is the photograph of him is rather sinister. Well, he is rather sinister. That is mm. the joy of yes. Darren Brown. Mm. I think he's probably planning a whole Marie Celeste thing going yeah. on here. That, that cruise liner will just float into some port one, completely empty, yeah. a couple of chairs on their backs, some half-finished <laughs> meals on the table, and no-one will know anything about it. You know what worries me, Frank? It describes itself, the self-styled ship, describes <laughs> itself as the exclusively for adult ship. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like the sound of that. No, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? I hope Darren and no. Ross will know what they're letting themselves in for. That's all <laughs> I'd say. Oh, my goodness. Is he going to sing as the, as the show goes on? <laughs> so, how exciting was that moment? At, uh, we were at the, um, the, the Sony Awards um, thing on Monday We weren't night. just at mm. them. Let's not go into that. I don't, oh, want to, I don't want to blow my own trumpet. I do. Oh, OK. What, you want to blow my trumpet? <laughs> well, um, what you need is to go on this cruise. <laughs> no, and, um, and the Go Compare Man um, yeah. presented a prize. I don't know what his name is, but you don't need to. He's the no. Go Compare Man. Mm. And um, he sang that... Only a song. And, and uh, he thought, no... I'm sorry, but as much as I hate the Go Compare adverts, I realise that now you're here, all I want in the world yeah. is for you to sing Go Compare. That's, nothing else matters. And uh, although I, I, I detest it as an advert, um, mm. Go Compare live... Yeah, you've got to, you've got to see it live, man. Yeah, that's, it's, it's like Springsteen, <laughs> the Go Compare man. You don't appreciate him on the adverts. But live, he, uh, he, he rocks. Yeah. He would rock the boat if he was one of the Sail with the Stars um, mm. things. By the way, if you want to text us about anything, we, we don't have tickets for the P&O um, adult cruise. No. So don't text us about that. 
But text us on 812.15 about anything, because we just, you know, we like to hear from people. Because it can sometimes feel like it's three people just talking to each other. And that's nice. Yeah. But, you know, I th- that's how Bewitched ended up. And <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's not how I'm looking to go. And there is I've a already lot of got denim in the room. I've got a denim jacket on, I'm owning up to that. <laughs> but no, I still tell you, I saw them. They, they, they made a bit of, two of them made a combat. Did they? That's I mean, a bit pointless. Yeah, who's the person who says, no, no, I'm not interested in the uh, bewitched? You know, the Mike Nesmith of the troupe, who, who, yeah. who turns down the bewitch reunion. What are they doing? <laughs> what she Ma- doing? Making their own butter is what I imagine, in, yeah. in an Irish field. What do you think? <laughs> That's yeah, where you make butter, isn't it? Because if you spill it, you don't want it going on the carpet. Yeah. You're doing a the film. Or the denim jeggings. Definitely stain. Yeah, I imagine in a denim apron. <laughs> do you get denim agricultural smocks? You get denim everything. Oh, apparently you get denim everything. I was just told. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I um I got uh, interviewed this week by. Do you know Alan Yentob? Oh, he, oh, he a, pops he, up all over the place. Yeah, he does a big fancy arts program called Imagine. On uh, you know people who present art always have to wear long overcoats that look mm. like you know they're a bit arty and a bit Samuel mm. Becky uh, he interviewed me um, uh, th- they're doing a program about stand-up comedy right and he began by saying uh, oh we interviewed David Baddiel last week he was absolutely brilliant they are looky like you those two yeah. yeah that's true but um, if I was the sort of person who said no pressure then I would have said no pressure then but obviously, I think the sort of people who say, oh, no pressure there, are imbeciles. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't say it. I put them... This can, this can change. I've got a few phrases that drive me by me like that. But this, there's one I've noticed that I'm starting to use, which I used to hate, but now has matured in my... And the other day, I heard myself saying, with some glee, oh, the mind boggles. <laughs> and I might start to, trying to bring that back. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so anyway, we did the... Um, we started, we were in a, a, a place in uh, south-east London, in this sort of derelict house, so it looked arty. Mm. And uh, we started, and I said, hold on a minute, I said, sorry about this. I said, but I've, I'm finding that bird song very off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bird singing outside. It was the most Elton John thing I've ever said that in my really life. That really is, Frank. That's I'm like sorry, a... could you turn down that bird song? <laughs> You laugh, but Elton John did do that, didn't he? Wrong his manager when he was in Chicago and complained about the wind. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You are like Elton John. So, <laughs> did they have an air rifle? Or well, no. They, uh, in fact, the the runner, um, that, that's the person who kind of makes tea and stuff. Yeah, she done that. She she went out and she said, um, she said, I've tried to shoo it away. It won't go. It's on the it's on the roof. She said, I don't think we're allowed to throw at it. Is what she said. I said, no. I said, could you get a cat? <laughs> but. Uh, it was difficult, and, and he said, maybe you could refer to it, uh, you know, and then it would be all right. <laughs> it became a big issue, the bird song. I said, is it too late? What if I said I was a last-minute stand-in for Sebastian Fawkes? Everyone laughed. I think oh. three of them got it, and oh, four I, I of get them that. valued their that? jobs, yeah, so they laughed was, anyway. Wrote, well, well done, Gareth. Yeah, 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 we don't explain jokes on okay. this show. Yeah. Not in the age of Google, there's no need to explain anything. Emily was testing me. I know, Don't that was drag un- me into it. <laughs> that was unfair. Sorry, Frank. Carry on. So, because um, <laughs> Gareth doesn't get it. It was like the you crucible. Know when, you, when you're recording a show, if there's a noise, if there's an aeroplane goes over, they stop immediately, mm. and you have to wait before you record again. Mm. Is what happens. So, 
things like EastEnders and that, which claim to be the most realistic programmes on television, they live in a world where aeroplanes never go over. Now, aeroplanes going over is part of life, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, just think about that. So anyway, um, I, I must admit, I had been a little bit... I was a bit tetchy because the night before, I'd had what I can only call a showbiz dilemma. Oh, dear. Because I've got... Um, it wasn't the Spice Girls turning up again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they're... Um, yes, in case you don't know, um, Simon Fuller has been holed <laughs> up in my flat. For, <laughs> apparently, I was them back pay. And I said he could shelter there until, um, until the coast was clear. But they, they, I think they've sensed it. They're outside, like you know, when you've got a dog on heat, and they're at the, they're at the door. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> anyway, um, I have um, remote control curtains on my bedroom. Oh, man of the people! Well, it's <laughs> it's it's my one concession to the sort of James Bond lifestyle. <laughs> and um, I couldn't that night. I just my 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 curtains would not my curtains would not close. Uh, if anyone's tuning in now, they think I've got hemorrhoids. <laughs> no, my, my curtains wouldn't close, so I had to sleep from four o'clock. It was broad daylight in my bedroom. And obviously that, that, uh, that kept me awake, so that made me tetchy. Oh, and okay. also, I live opposite the Houses of Parliament, so you don't want to sleep. Once you again, man of the people. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't sleep looking at the Houses of Parliament. I, you know, I can't get off. I kept thinking of Robin Cook's anti-Iraq speech. It made me tense. <laughs> in case you want to imagine what it's like in my bedroom, what you need to do is get two beer mats and then steadily pull them apart. Steadily pull them apart in front of a bottle of brown sauce, and you'll get the feeling. Anyway, that made me touch it. If you've got any annoying sounds, normally they're nice, nice sounds, but they yeah. annoy you. Then why not text us in about it? What about that for an idea? I've got a whole host. Have you? Mm. Well, we'll come back to that. I'll probably be playing one of them in a minute. <laughs> Uh, you know, you were asking who was the name of the guy who sung Go Compare, mm -hmm. who we've seen live. Actually, I wasn't asking. I said I didn't know. I wasn't asking because okay, well, guess so what? I don't care. <laughs> well, then you won't want to know the answer to I this. I don't I'm care. Not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the answer to No, this go thing. on, tell me the answer. Don't get all stroppy okay. now. Uh, this is from 131. The Go Compare fellow is Wynne Evans, which is ironic as Chris presented the awards and did not win anything. That's a bit unkind, isn't it? It's quite funny, though. Yeah, it is quite funny. But, you know, like so many unkind things, <laughs> I find that's one of the little injustices of life. Um, life. <laughs> oh, life. We've had um, an email from... There's a radio, wasn't there? Called, there's a radio station called Life FM. Do you remember, do you remember that? Was there? Uh, yeah, and they, I'm sure they only called it that because they thought, we'd save some money on jingles here. We can just play Life. <laughs> oh, life. <laughs> a cop out that was. Um, Peter Parker. Um, we've got an email. Peter from. Parker. Has he, has he contacted us on the web? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said, "Why didn't you get up and draw Gareth them manually?" I did. I did get it. I did get it. Spider Man. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I'm doing a lot of testing of whether I get jokes this morning. Yeah, what well, do you know? <laughs> it's, I think it's that time we do it. This is Pressure's on. It. The awards are mounting up. Um, <laughs> why didn't you get up and draw them manually? About the curtains. You can't do that. See, once you've got the right. engine fitted, if you try to draw them manually, you'll, you'll tear the whole uh, mechanism to pieces. Uh, don't you think I would have I would have been up like a shot? Mm. But, um, no, you can't do that. Uh, the last time they failed, not only did they, they not close... This is my um, remote control curtains, in case anyone's tuned in late. 
Um, and in case anyone thought he was still keeping it real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not only did they not close, but every now and again they went... Because <laughs> 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 they were trying. Oh, God, they were trying. Oh. But it was very, very anxious making, sleeping in that room. I mean, part of me, Frank, re your Elton John um, incident, mm. part of me thinks, oh, for goodness sake. But then there's another part of me which shares your pain. Because I am, ex- I'm one of the most intolerant. I'm so intolerant of noise, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I My think we could have took the words of noise out of that <laughs> sentence. What's your room? Um, would what's you your... like to hear some examples? Oh yeah, I would. I'd love to hear some from the listeners, but boy, they ain't coming. Okay, well you'll have to make do with me. I'm happy with you. Life's not perfect. They're going to be sulky. My one of my worst things. There was a woman. It, what's happening? You know when <laughs> the re- the listeners are talking to me. It's like one of those things. We've obviously <laughs> I've said something wrong. They've gone a bit sulky. I don't know what it is. You know when you th- that thing with the girlfriend. Guess yeah. why I'm upset. Mm. It's like that. I've said something. They've all gone quiet on me. And now I'm thinking, mm, God, what's happened there? Shall I just keep it going and see if they come out, or shall I try and get to the root of the problem? Sorry. Em. There was a girl I used to work with, and when she typed. I feel so embarrassed, this is so unreasonable. But her bangles would clank on the desk. Well, you can't have that. No. <laughs> bangles or shackles? <laughs> <laughs> I what? dealt with it in a very passive-aggressive way, Natch. I never I never just said, look, that noise is annoying me. I said, mm. oh, my <laughs> God, what is that? There must be something outside. I pretended I didn't know it was her. And she used to eat her yoghurt and scrape the last remnants out of the pot. Uh, I think that's that's acceptable. No, it? it's not acceptable. Or oh, the man who won't tolerate birdsong. <laughs> yeah, but birdsong, it can be very piercing, <laughs> I find. Yeah, I uh, I interviewed um, Ozzy Osbourne once. Oh, name dropper! <laughs> and um, when we watched it back, I said, hold on, what's that? Not this throughout the whole thing. And I said, what is it? There's a fault, something wrong with it. And... He had loads of bangles on him because he's so he shakes so much. It sounded like Santa was encircling the house. <laughs> oh, poor Aussie. I um I annoyed Laura the other day because um, Hey, what's new? <laughs> Laura is Garrett's wife. Yeah, my wife. Yeah. For new um, people. Because we I we kissed. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair enough. That would annoy anyone. She's no. told you about that, has she not? No, and then um, and then my nose was making a whistling sound. Oh. You know, when there's just the perfect. How long did you kiss? Well, it was a, it was a, it was a slightly longer kiss. It was, oh, it was a, Frank, it was a longer I don't like kiss. it. I it was think a kiss you, you long... two need to rethink what marriage is all about. <laughs> <laughs> it's at best a peck on the cheek. I mean, nose whistling. <laughs> this is a man who was going down for the third. Oh, no, I didn't mean. It. Anyway, Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute radio. Frank, we've had some texts in about That's annoying cool. noises. Yes. Uh, we've had one in... For, well, they never give their name anymore. Gareth started this whole numbers thing, and that's it. They're sticking to it now. This is 213. I think I'm still single because I can't stand the sound of someone else breathing in the same bed. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you've got to be single or you've got to become a murderer. That's the choice. <laughs> although Jermaine Greer used to say that, although she had an active um, love life, that she never slept in the same bed as anyone else. She couldn't stand to do that. So she said she'd rather go away and, and sleep on the floor somewhere than, than share a bed. Oh, mm, so I was about that then. <laughs> Unexpected <laughs> Jimmy Savile impression. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite got the... Uh, yeah. Um, 437, 
Um, foxes shrieking when I'm trying to sleep. I absolutely hate it. Well, I don't is. think they just. I think it's best to let them out. Yeah. In that case. Yeah. I think they're up to no good. They're what ha- foxes? They're having sexy time. Oh that's no. What I don't like. Are they? Is that what it is? Yes. What, shrieking. Yes. That's they how the women, like... res- female foxes, respond in that way. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> no, let's not. Oh dear. Um, I'll never watch Foxy Bingo again. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like children. They're like, hey, hey, you get that from the foxes. Back me up on this, or is the children outside my house that I'm ignoring? <laughs> oh no. Sue says rain on a flat roof is annoying, as it reminds me of being in a caravan on holiday in Maplethorpe. Yes. It reminds me of being a, in a caravan on holiday with Robert Maplethorpe, the famous <laughs> um, erotic photographer. That was some weekend you had. Oh dear. I still have nightmares. <laughs> well, at least they're speaking to us again now. That's lovely. Yeah, they are. They are. Without our listeners, what would life be? I mean, life. Um, so, um, did you see in the paper this week, um, Tiny Temper um, has arranged for his mum to meet one of her heroes. Sweet. Yeah, it's nice. He looks after his no, mum. No, not the sweet. Oh, OK. Who is his mum, sir? His mum's hero was Dolly Parton. Oh, right. And it was nice. Um, but it says that his mum met up with her and then arranged for Tiny and Dolly to have a meeting to talk about collaborating. Ah, so really, it was business, and well, he says yeah. you can come if you like. Well, I'm not sure. I think it's one of those embarrassing mum things. Now Tiny's got to meet up with Dolly Parton to arrange a collaboration. <laughs> I don't think... Oh, also, Gareth, I like Tiny and Dolly. Sounds like my little toy collection when I was a kid. I love it. It does, Tiny doesn't it? I, I, I've always been worried about how they do those collaborations. You know, when you mm. see, like, doubles things at Wimbledon. I mean, imagine, say if I, if I was in Wimbledon, I'd just scraped in and I'd go up to Andy Murray and say, would you fancy being in the doubles? And he goes, no. How terrible would that be? How do they do? How do they negotiate that? <laughs> well, that would well, we'll make me anxious. If you want to. We, we could sort it out. Yeah? I don't know how. Um, I, did, you- I went up to Victoria Derbyshire the other day and I said, why don't we do a sort of a laughs and seriousness type radio show? <laughs> what did she say? She didn't say anything. She oh, just looked no. past me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't play dead, did she? I hate it when people do that. Just go limp. I wouldn't say she played dead. She played uh, well, uh, catatonic, certainly. <laughs> when we share management, I mean, she could have at least acknowledged me. We yeah. do. We share management. Mm. I, I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> oh, no, not uh, needles. That's what I meant. <laughs> not management. <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute. Radio. We've had um, a lovely text in from... Um, well, let's read it out and then we'll decide okay. as a group whether it's lovely or not. I mean, this is a democracy. <laughs> exactly. Dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, love the show. I listen to the podcast while streaming graves from Tom the Gardener, Cheltenham. I like that. Mm. I like a well-kept grave. Mm. I like a grave streamer. And I like that we're an accompaniment to mortality. I've, I've, that's what I've really... I think that was in my citation for the... Uh, for mm. the uh, Sony, it said a, gr- a grand accompaniment to mortality, was what it said. <laughs> oh, oh, I just had a feeling like someone was strimming my grave. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ticklish. <laughs> Me too. Uh, my lovely sister's toes click when she dangles her shoes on the end of her toes. It's horrible. Uh, so you said my lovely sister, yeah, thinking I'm now going to soften up for some criticism. <laughs> I like the sound of a of a clicking toe and a young you? girl. Yeah, I think that to Aww. me is a symbol of life. Mm. Don't you think? 
don't know, breathing, but people don't like that either as a symbol for life. No, but I like the fact that all that on, 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 not on annoying, uh, annoying noises mm. have all been about life, breathing. Yeah. Bangles. Graves. How fabulous. It's, it's, it's brought out the very extremes of existence. Well, Frank, we've had another text in from 131 saying, if the previously mentioned rapper was annoyed by a noise, would he have a tiny temper tantrum? <laughs> Which I rather like. Mm. No, I think he's quite a mild-mannered man. That's my <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what happened to Tiny Temper? Oh, well, um, so he arranged for his mum to see so Dolly is he, Parton. Is he doing a collaboration I with Dolly Parton? I think he's in an awkward situation now where his mum's arranged yes. for a meeting. And she, the mum wants it to happen. Yeah. You don't want to get Pushy your mum involved in business. He's going to have to write Go some ahead. rap about 9 till 5 where Dolly's doing the chorus and he's oh, going to no. oh, I don't have a 9 till 5 job. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know, there's the first that lyric for you, Tiny. That people will tune in and think they've got Tiny Temper in there. Hey, I don't have a nine to five job. Jolene, you treat me bad. Don't like it. Why don't you give me some love? Oh no, it'll be absolutely unbearable. You should do a whole album. Yeah, well they probably will if the, if their mom likes the first track. <laughs> she she calls the shot. I like I like the fact that he's took his you know got mm. his mom to. Yeah. That's good. I did. It got me thinking about like the strange people your parents like consider like good celebrities. Yeah, I was once. I was Since at Edinburgh you've Festival. Got that Sony, you've got so arrogant. Good <laughs> celebrities, yeah. as opposed to <laughs> rubbish celebrities. Okay, no, not rubbish. Just people who you know. So I was at um, Edinburgh Festival one year in a bar, mm. and I phoned my dad, and um, it happened that I saw Jim Bowen in the bar, so I mentioned it to my dad. Hmm. And he said, oh, you've got to go and talk to Jim Bowen. Why? Mm. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think no. I should. What, will I, what would I say to Jim Bowen? So stay out the black and keep in the red. There's no room in this game for two in a bed. Yeah. Is what you'd say. In one! <laughs> he should do that. Was um, he? Red if music be the food of life, <laughs> talk in to this radio cassette player. Category three, places. Don't have geography, people don't understand what that is. Places. <laughs> he could have said all those things. Lovely, smashing, what did he used to say? Super smashing, great, lovely. Yeah. Super. Uh, did you oh. approach Jim Bowen? No, I didn't. What would I say? My dad said I should talk to you. He was wrong. Frank. You could say uh, what people always say, I really love you, I always watch your shows. Frank. What show? Frank, <laughs> it sounds like Gareth Stab is being a bit of a bully. Uh, oh! <laughs> well, Sunday wouldn't be Sunday. Was it a Sunday? Um, no, it may have been. Yeah, it was. Well, if it, it was a Sunday, you had your opening line right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I can understand that. I do get that bully joke, by the way. It's because of the, you know, anyway. Good. I, I must admit, I saw m- one of my dad's heroes and I didn't approach him, but you can't just walk into Spandau Prison. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to, you need, a, you need proper, um, you need, you need the paperwork. <laughs> It's as simple as that. But I'm quite, I'm quite fascinated by the parental heroes. I think we should, we should continue this theme. We only have this This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. What are we talking about? Oh, we were talking about celebrities that our parents like. Oh, yes. And you, you, we were somewhere in Spandau. Yeah, well, well let's move on. From um, that. My dad loved Larry Hagman. Oh yeah, he'd always say, and he'd got very serious about him. He wouldn't just laugh at him. He'd say he's tremendously talented, very very clever performance. This it's just funny because he isn't, is he? No, and you couldn't talk through Dallas at all. He'd get it was a real. You no, know, he's very serious about it. And my mother, she used to like Denim Elliott. That was oh. her favourite. Yeah, I went out with a, a girl. Denim Elliott. <laughs> no, I went out with a girl who was obsessed with Denim Elliott. How and- old was she? 
Now she wasn't. She was like I don't know. It was. It was one. Oh, she had. There's two people who she really, really fancied, mm. and that was Denim Elliot and Christopher Lee. Oh. And um, she was a woman who uh, stole my um, my fingernail clippings <laughs> from the ashtray and said that she would use them in a spell that would make me love her forever. <laughs> wow. How, how did that go? Well, I, I can't feel any lasting affection. In fact, I feel mm. what what I would describe as mild contempt. <laughs> I think she must have got the spell wrong. But, yeah, she loved Denim Elliot. Did she? But, Frank, who did your parents like? My dad liked Richard Tauber, the German tenor. Do you, know, do you remember him? He used to wear a monocle. Because I was going to say, your parents you didn't, don't didn't get have sing- telly either, did they? You so don't get singers with um, monocles anymore, do you? No. Whatever happened to that? I feel Gabrielle missed out. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had a text in. You know, you were talking about some extraordinary woman who uh, fancied both Denim Elliott and Christopher Lee. Yes, an ex-girlfriend. Ex-paramour of yours. Mm. We've had a text in from 131. Did this lady have a jeans fetish? Denim Elliott and Christopher Lee. Hi. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. That's very... She left me for Levi Stubbs from the Four Tops. (laughs) And and Johann Strauss. Yeah. (laughs) Big fan and who? arson wrangler. <laughs> oh no, sorry, it doesn't work. Can we do that again? <laughs> what live? You say? God. Um, now, what's been going on with your leg, Frank? Well, I went. To, I, I wasn't here last week. Some some people will have noticed. Some won't. Yes. Some th- will have We've had going. inquiries about your holiday, right? From the lovely listeners. Have we? Of, of what nature? Where was Frank on holiday? Why am I on holiday? Where were you? Oh, where was I? I was. I was on the Dales. Do you know that local family? Um, very accommodating. <laughs> the Wintons. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I was uphill and down dale. <laughs> Skatey Hill, she was with, that, with me as well. Did I mention her? <laughs> too big a face, I said. But three days in, I said, you know, I've worked it out now. Too big a face, Katie. Off she went. Big swimmer shoulders, that one. Yeah, in a hoff. Yeah. And um, so oh, was it with a hoff? Anyway. Back on the dales. Yeah, and I was on the dales and I did a. Now, with Kath, oh, this was, wasn't Yes, it? my girlfriend, yeah. Kath. And, and I was, was on a walking holiday, and basically my knee went. Oh, So God. I had to come back um, for, for three days early. It was oh. heartbreaking, beautiful weather. And I got back, and uh, I phoned Emily. Well, I texted you, didn't I? I mm. said, oh, guess what? My knee's gone. I've had to come back early mm. from my uh, mm. walking holiday. And then I texted my manager and said, it's terrible news. I'm on a train back mm. three days early because mm. my knee's gone. So I'm waiting for the, well, why don't you come and do this show? <laughs> never, never comes, that call. Never oh. comes. I'm sitting thinking, in the end, I had to text my manager, do you think maybe I should do the show? Or would that be a bit unfair on my standing? Oh, and he said, oh, it's a bit late now. I was oh, desperate dear. to do the oh. show. I was oh, desperate. Frank. So I wasn't called. So well. anyway, that's, that's beside the point, but I just needed to get it out of my mind. I understand. Uh, so uh yeah so i i'm now i'm i'm hobbling a bit um i'm a bit tina hobbly mm. and i'm thinking maybe a stick oh now i always seek the opportunity for the walking stick because i though i say so myself i look quite good with a walking stick i think oh. i was made for one what what sort of are we talking gnarled driftwood though or are we talking silver dress cane? we're talking gnarls barkley <laughs> <laughs> 
um, doing a cover of uh, Driftwood, the, um, what do they call that Scottish man? Travis. Travis. Yes. Oh God! So anyway, yeah, um, I'm one of the you know wooden with the um, with the bend. Hold on, I oh, thought I know. maybe Bends. a sword stick. I thought, well, oh. you know, mm. you can that would be handy. You know, are you, are you doing sort of accessorising with medical implements? I what? get. I know. I know the attraction. When I was when I first no, realised no. When I first realised I needed glasses, I was absolutely chuffed as like Were a ten year old boy. I thought brilliant, because like, it's something new. Yeah. Are you, is this what you're getting with the walking stick thing? Well, uh, yeah, I, I, but I, I want it to look romantic. You know, I want it to look like a, a, an mm. injured war hero. I don't want. Yeah. I don't oh, like. Yeah. Those, I don't like those that clasp you on the forearm because then you look like a benefits cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe anyone who's got. You see people walking with them, and you think, hold on, are you using that for support, or are you just taking it for a walk? There are people who don't quite get their forearms in; they just kind of drag it along. I don't like the collapsible ones either. Very low rent. Don't go for that. What, those. the collapsible benefit <laughs> cheats? <laughs> no one can accuse you of being a benefits cheat. You were desperate to get back into work and they wouldn't let you. No, exactly. I am available for work. I told everyone and it was no good. But um, I had to go and see um, a, a knee specialist on, um, on Thursday. Frank, morning. I'm sorry to interrupt, but 131 says, Frank, was it all a bit Wuthering Heights roaming around Yorkshire with Cathy? Oh, I like that literary reference. It was. Uh, lovely. So yeah, funny enough, we did talk about... We did mm. talk... Yeah, she's madly into Kate oh, Bush. Oh, she loves her. And we talked about... And we decided that we were, we were going to read Wuthering Heights to each other when we got back. Lovely. What about that? Unfortunately, mm. we had a massive row. We didn't even talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but that is another long and terrible story, which involves me getting so angry that I um, closed her account on our computer. And then oh. was unable to put it back on again. Oh, fine. I know, it's, it's, not, it's not good. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't feel oh, good that, about it. No. I, I don't know what to say to you. No. But she said to me, can, we, can you just put it b- back on long enough for me to look for other flats I can move to? <laughs> <laughs> You're not coming out of this wow. terribly well. No. But I wasn't able to put it back on. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask my personal assistant, who's not in till Tuesday. So we have a hiatus. <laughs> As it is, she's gone away for the weekend. Can you can you watch the Eurovision Song Contest on your own without feeling like the saddest person on the planet? I don't <laughs> think it's possible. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm still reeling a bit, I have to say, from this um, closing the account incident. Well, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some. Uh, let me give you a little extra on yeah. this. Um, so you had, I, this is uh, as I, a result of a row with Kat. No, I'm, I'm very happy. I mean, you or indeed our beloved listeners might feel I was in the wrong about this. I'm happy to lay myself open to the jury. Mm. Mm. But I got in uh, from uh, work. I'm calling it work. And uh, <laughs> I went into the office. I've got an office, you know, with a computer. I don't use a computer that much. It's really, you know, it's, mm. it's, it, Kath uses it much more than I do. If... Um, if you receive my meaning. So I, um, there was a cop on the desk, right? Mm-hmm. Already, on the desk, I know you're wrong. On the wood, <laughs> on the wood of the desk, there was a cop. And there was, coast, there was a coaster, I would say, six inches away unused, right? Now, I lifted the cop. There was clearly some damage. Residue. Been, no, not residue. I mean, permanent damage. A- actual stain. Yeah. Well, you know, you put a hot cup on it. Mm. It's one of my things. You know, you've got to have a Can coaster. Can I just say it really is one of your things? It is one of my You're things. You're obsessed about a coasters. So I had to dash out, so I didn't have time to make a phone call, so I wrote a couple of yellow stickies. 
phone. Um, which I stuck on the screen of the computer, saying that I was outraged at this. And then a second one saying, if it happens again, I'll close your account on the computer and you won't be able to accept or receive emails. <laughs> I thought that was fair. I, everyone deserves a second chance. Right. So I went out, and I, I went out, um, you know, as a normal Wednesday night out. I was watching Melvin Bragg give a lecture about the King James Version of the Bible at Hampton Court Palace. So I got back. Mm. And I was feeling, on the way home, that there was a tightening in my stomach. I'll be straight with you. I thought, you know, I'm starting to think, mm, maybe the yellow stickies weren't the best idea. So, <clears throat> um, Kath was watching a documentary about um, the police arresting people in Soho. And she said, I, I said, you all right? She said, oh, that can, wait, wait, I'm watching this at the moment. <gasps> and I thought, this is not good. Well, you see, so you had been to a Bible lecture, so you were all wanting to forgive and forget, but she'd been watching the police, so she's after retribution. I was thinking more an eye for an eye. <laughs> <Were you>? Okay. <laughs> so, um, anyway, she said, I will, I will not have that. I will not have you putting notes threatening me, threatening mm. me with, if you do this, I'll turn. She said, I'd rather you just close the account now. I said, OK, consider it closed. Oh, so I dear. stormed off into the office, sat oh. at the computer, and thought, I don't know how to do this. I'll, have to, I'll, <laughs> I'll actually have to look at Microsoft Help. So I got Microsoft Help. I, Did I the little paperclip pop up saying, yes. so you've had an argument. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you like to? I, like I, to, I, I typed yeah. in, destroy your relationship, and, um, <laughs> and it came up, and I managed to close. Did my name come up? When you <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and I closed the account. I did it. Frank, that is the most child... Oh, it's actually not the most... No, but it, that is really childish, Frank. Is I it childish? Make... Yes, it no, is. No, but quite, she said quite, to quite me... Quite a complex procedure. But, no, but she said to me, <laughs> close, close the account then, close it now. I was told to do that. Hmm. You know you were wrong. I think you should apologise like Apologise. It. It's like letting him have it. You know, she <laughs> said to me, close the account, so I closed the account, that was it. Anyway... Well, the uh, listeners haven't ploughed in yet with opinions. No, but, but they um, will do. No, but some of you may know that currently my girlfriend's uh, sister <laughs> is staying with us. Oh, she's still there. And the next morning, she, who had no idea of this argument, yeah. got up to buy her... Um, you may know, Tori Amos has just announced two a date. She's mad about Tori Amos. Oh, she loves she them. She got up to get the tickets while there was still some left. And um, she couldn't get onto the oh. computer. Account closed. So she didn't get... So she's not going to be able to see Tori Amos. See, do you now see the repercussions of your actions? Yeah, but you can't. That, that to me, that Kat said to me, you, you won't be interested. <laughs> but you know, poor Rachel, now won't be able to see Tori Amos because you, I said, well, no, that's not my fault. That's your fault because you said close down my account. <sighs> so um, that's what happened, and I'm very happy to hear people's opinions. And if I was wrong, I mean, I feel bad about. It. Let me let me make it clear. I love this woman, but I will not be dictated to. <laughs> And, and, and I've got my own views on this. I well, a hot cop on a wooden set. No, me, I know, but Frank, you are really thing. obsessive about that coaster thing. It's something in your childhood. It's like the UHT milk. It was something related to that, I think. If Something's I'd happened. have got in and she'd have been in bed with a, a man from the Mediterranean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't have been any more upset than why, that I was by a naked cop on a wooden top. This, this is Frank Skinner. Sorry, Frank, I'm distracted because of the sheer amount of emails we've got coming in in response to your... All I'll say is uh, subject line is closed account, re-closing email account. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Some are on your side, some slightly less so. Sue and Croydon, harsh response, but if it stamps out the heinous crime of not using coasters, then it's hopefully a lesson learned. 
Go well, Frank. I, see, I, that's it. It was more of a crusade than a personal thing. <laughs> you know, I was fighting for furniture. Well, Amanda says, oh dear, Frank, did you spit the dummy? I suggest you go home with flowers. Oh, Cass going to love that. Yeah, I don't like her being called a dummy, though. <laughs> <laughs> And she also missed the word at, I think, at that sense. <laughs> and 1v1 says, The mug mark on the wooden table would only have been your fault, Frank, if you had previously said to Kath, give me a ring later. Well, I see now people have started to elaborate on a theme. <laughs> I grew up on Captain Scarlet, though. I associate that circular mark with the Mysterons. <laughs> <laughs> it's very harrowing for me. Oh, I don't like the sound of this one. You gave her a written and verbal warning. <laughs> that is true. That is absolutely true, actually. I forgot the... It was basically the, the stickies. Not so much a yellow sticky, as a yellow card. That was. And then there was a second offence, which was the, the demand that I switch it off. Mm. Mm. You better read some that are on Cat's side, or she'll never come... I, I should say she's now gone away for the weekend and left me on my own with the Eurovision Song Contest, no. which we normally okay. always watch together. Yeah. Well, no, to be fair, I'm on her side, clearly. And Nick in Detroit says, I like nice wood too, but closing her account... So there you go. Question mark, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Semicolon. So you're going to watch your revision on your own then, Frank? No, no one could do that. It reminds me, I was... Oh, I was, OK, then. <laughs> the last time I was um, single, I was in on my own on a Saturday night feeling pretty bleak, and I thought, I'll tidy. Yeah. And I found a, a one party popper that had been left over from Christmas. And I thought, well, it's, uh, it's a shame to throw it away without popping it. So I, I sat in a flat on my own, single, and, and pulled a party popper in April. Wow. And I, I've never felt so bleak. Oh, I have to say, so the depressing. smell of the gunpowder put terrible ideas in my mind. <laughs> So no, I won't. I won't be doing. No, that. I think the lone the lone sound of one party popper going off makes the Samaritans ring you. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the bat signal. Yeah. <laughs> the Samaritans hear that and they're struck. Yeah, they never ring me. Would they reverse charges if they rang you, the Samaritan? I don't know. Can we do that that's this week's phone in. <laughs> no, but, the Samaritan. Um, you may not be watching, but others will be. I use. I watch it um, every. But it's, it's blue every this year, year as well. Oh yes. really? What are they? No costumes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it taking, Is it on Darren Brown's adult cruise? <laughs> Darren Brown's adult cruise is something I would like to go on, just with a camera one night. Um, Exclusively for adults, I think you'll find it's cool. Well, it's not, it's not what it used to be. Well, Eurovision. Well, I, well I, I've always been a big fan of Eurovision, but I tell you, they've made a very big mistake with this. They've started removing the chaff midweek. You know, they Sorry. have a kind of a semi-final. <laughs> Your pardon. They have a sort of... You know, you know the, the chaff and the wheat? Yes, I do. Yeah, well, yeah. the chaff... Um, are obviously the worst acts and, mm. and, and a lot of those don't get through mm. um, there's, a, there's a competition on the Wednesday night or whatever yes I know what you mean and and of course it's the terrible terrible acts that make the show so wonderful so I don't I don't want any kind of editing process to be done on Eurovision so what we get is the best of Eurovision whereas we want the worst well I know you mean but you see they're taking it very seriously Blue because Anthony says if they don't win he says we're emigrating I think that was the deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they got so many votes, apparently. I, um... Also, um, Dana International didn't get through the 
the winnowing process on Wednesday. Oh, Donna really? International, a previous winner. Oh, because you're a fan of her work. Well, I'm a great, I'm an admirer of her because mm. I, she was supposed to be on my chat show once and she cancelled at the last minute and her agent found up and said, Donna can't do the show, she's got diarrhoea. <laughs> and I thought, how marvellous <laughs> that anyone would be so honest. <laughs> I was starting to think Donna could be an abbreviation. <laughs> But who who else would have been so honest as to say that? And, you know, that people would have come up with some trumped-up excuse. And I really yeah. respected that. Anyone who will come clean with diarrhoea, as it were, is my kind of person. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, Amanda has texted in and said, Dear team, she's obviously looking at the webcam... I can't make out what Emily's got on her T-shirt. Is it a dog or a horse? Frank has got a man in a bath on his. Poor Gareth hasn't anything. I don't have a man on a bath. <laughs> Mine is um, Sisyphus. You know, from Greek legend, who had to push oh. a, he had to push a large boulder up a hill right. and then watch it roll down again oh. and then push it back up. I thought it was a road sign. This was a gift from um, the production team on a TV show I did recently called Frank Skinner's Opinionated. Oh, that's nice. And I used to say to them, every week on this show, I feel like I'm pushing an enormous <laughs> boulder up a hill and then it rolls down, I have to do it again the next week. <laughs> and they embraced this um, abuse and bought me a T-shirt with, with symbolising exactly that. I like that it's just like grudge present. I love a grudge gift. Yeah. I like a grudge gift if there's a Greek mythology element to it. Yeah. Otherwise, I find them offensive. Um, sorry, FYI, it's a horse. Frank, mine is. Oh, horse. yours is a horse. Mine okay. is a horse. And yeah. I've got a T-shirt under my shirt which has got a tree on it. Don't unbutton it. Okay. <laughs> no need. It's only four people watch on the webcam. <laughs> One of them is my mother-in-law. Sandy Mason. Will be, she'll be watching now. She's got the headset, she's got the goggles, she's got the lot. She sits in an enormous chair. Do you remember those um, Maxell tape adverts with Pete Murphy? She sits in like an enormous electric chair, just uh, not an electric chair, obviously. That's uh, some sort of terrible Freudian slip I <laughs> seem to have. Uh, oh, goodness me. Uh, Frank, anyway, we've yes. Had a, we've had an email in during the week. Sometimes they email in the week, Frank. This is from Will Sutton. Subject is hair loss and weddings. Well, that, that I settled right down in my chair when I saw Hair that subject. Hair loss and weddings Dear and Frank, wonderful... Yes? Having faithfully listened to every episode of your show since you started, I was the Robert Mugabe's Filtrum emailer. Oh, it's that guy. Yes. Uh, I wanted to let you know I've taken your advice from two weeks ago. As a 30-year-old man, my hair is beginning to recede and your comments read Prince William's hair struck a chord. Yeah, all I said was... Well, first of all, I said that him being a bit bald when he was in the sports car, leaving mm. with Kate Middleton, spoilt the wedding a bit for me. But then mm. I did say spoilt was too strong a word. It took about 3% yeah. off my enjoyment. Mm. Had he had a full head of hair, it would have been a perfect day. <laughs> As a result, I'm getting married quick smart on the afternoon of your Saturday show. So that's today. And we'll be wearing a top hat, which I will cling to for dear life. Perhaps you could... Now, hold on, top hat. Has he anglicised the word toupee? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to wear a special wedding toupee. That's a great idea. They should, they should hire... You should be able to hire those with the frock coat. Yeah, good idea. Everyone should, in the pictures should have a full head of hair <laughs> just for the wedding. <laughs> I if like people it. can lose weight for the wedding, why not gain hair? Yeah. Mm. It's a very simple procedure now. Uh, could you perhaps wish me and my beautiful bride-to-be Victoria and my received disguising coiffeur good luck? Oh, good luck, Will and Victoria. Yeah, good luck, Will, and, and especially to Victoria, because eventually that hat's going to come off. Off? <laughs> oh, oh so I've said half. Yeah, he's, he's doing the right thing. I don't know if you've ever experienced uh, 
on cooked rice against a high forehead is quite painful. <laughs> so he needs all the protection. Mm-hmm. No, congratulations to you two, and I hope it's a long and very happy marriage that doesn't involve any closure of email accounts. <laughs> so I, I've got some news. Well, you know, you know, I've got a new child on the way. Another one. Have you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I forgot. I, it. I forgot. Well, um, we had the twenty-week scan um, last week, oh, so we the know 20 the twenty-week scan. We know the sex. Isn't that a um, Susie Quattro song? What we 20, know the sex. Twenty-week scan. <laughs> twenty-week scan is a small, small man. That twenty. Do you know the sex now? Yes. Well, I do as well because you broke. You know the, the sex. Yeah. Well, he. Yes, I know the sex. He broke the news to me in an incredibly unsentimental way. <laughs> He said, yeah, anyway, it's a boy. Can you pass the olive oil? (laughs) (laughs) Horrible combination. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a quote from from Darren Brown's adult cruise? (laughs) 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 Wait, can I just say my hairdresser has actually sent me a text saying, I agree the baldness spoilt it for me too. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. But part of the deal with Will's baldness is that he was so good looking at one point. Yes. When he was younger, mm. so this wheel might never have been good. When he wasn't so might bald, not, is what yeah. we're saying. But this this wheel may have not, never been that good looking. Of course, so they're both be. wheels. That yeah. never that never struck oh, me. Yeah. Oh, so the Brilliant. sex of your child? Yeah, sex of our child. And there was a Look, bit. Have of... we got time to go into this? I'm so excited. Well, I'm, we're nearing the end of the show. I don't okay. think we've got time. We can do it. I'll tell you what we can tell you. Can tell us about it on not the weekend podcast, which is downloadable from um, Wednesday morning, which is completely new material that we do. Brilliant, yes. Yeah. How about that for a, for a segue? <laughs> so those of you Brilliant. who are watching the Eurovision Song Contest, if I was watching, I think I'd be back in Deadwood. Yeah. They weren't allowed to have tigers on stage. I heard that. They're a band. They, were, I, they should have let Deadwood have tigers on Jedward. stage. <laughs> it's just because Deadwood is so delicious. <laughs> they the should, have, should have. The last thing that Deadwood needs are, is a hair-raising experience. 